welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M-O-A-T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it real quick. Shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy at Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Print by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. Alright guys, episode 47 of Moat 9, M-O-A-T, the number 9. If you hear a bunch of grunting and groaning, my back is out, but I love you guys. Pushing through, uh, I might sound far away for now, but give me a second um, while I get myself situated. Figured this will give it a little bit more realness. Besides the crappy audio that I tend to have sometimes. Alright. Woo! You're gonna hear some clunking. I've been drinking. What up, sexy bitches? Alright. Just in case I redo this, episode 47, Moat 9. Um, today's gonna be a good episode. Uh, I'll give you the short version. Um, it's Father's Day, and uh, the girls are gone. They went on a road trip since noon. So I've been by myself, but that gave me time to, one, I went to the cigar shop with a bunch of other dads that, for one reason or another, were on their own. Uh, had a good time there. And then came home. Wasn't feeling great, and yada, yada, yada. Um, had a little cathartic moment watching Star Wars, thinking of my dad, who passed away a long time ago, about 17 years ago, but still feeling it today. And so I had my little moment, so I started feeling happy after that, like, yay, I got some sadness out of my system, and then started drinking, and... Here we are. Uh, I don't know why I went into all that, but I did deal with it. Um, so, uh, the other reason that I'm happy, if I'm out of breath, I apologize. I'm in a lot of pain. I threw my back out or my back's been out for like a day and a half and it affects my breathing. So, and besides that, I'm fat. Um, so, I apologize for that. But that being said, uh, the I have the house to myself, so... The audio might be a little different because I have the door open, the air conditioning is going, but I'm speaking louder than I normally would. So hopefully that's better somehow. If not, I apologize. The, anyway, the other reason that I'm a little giddy is I just realized like two days ago that August 7th was the very first episode that I released. So that means in, what is it today, about just over a month, maybe a month and two weeks more or less, six weeks from now kind of, 
will be the official anniversary of this podcast, which is crazy to me that it's been almost a year now. That's bananas. Like, I, as silly and cliche as it may sound, this literally feels like I started doing this not that long ago. This is crazy. Um, so I'm giddy about that. And it made, it just, but it just started just pew, 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 like thoughts through my head. Like I should this and I should that. So I want to put it out there. Um, I think the conclusion, this isn't a hundred percent solidified. This is not in concrete, but I think what I'm going to do is I am going to make, uh, let me look it up again just so that I'm not misquoting. I believe in about four or five weeks from now, for like five episodes, it'll be this one, 30th, one, two, three, four, five more episodes on July 21st. If all goes well and things go according to schedule, July 21st will be the last episode. And actually, ah, I kind of messed it up. Ah, I was going to, I was going to be like, guys, I decided that July 21st will be my last episode. Um, I want to thank you guys for an amazing year and then be like, oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. July 21st will be my last episode for this season. Um, but yeah, I decided that this is going to, I'm because when you put your stuff on anchor, you, it allows you to put the season and the episode. And at first when I started, I'm like, who does, I don't think I've ever heard of a podcast that does seasons and i'm like that's interesting and i thought to myself when am i ever going to use seasons like do i do a hundred episodes and then call that season one and so i d- i decided i think what i'm going to do is on the anniversary i'm going to call that year a season so this will be the end of season one on july 21st and the reason i'm doing july 21st is i'm going to take a two-week break kind of I mean, not that this is like that tedious or it's not like a job, but I figure it'll give me time to give myself a little break so I don't have to be, I I do stress out, not a lot, it's a good stress, but I kind of like, oh, I need to do the podcast, I need to watch it, I need to, that way I don't have like the pressure kind of, of doing it. And on top of that, I can start brainstorming, like, what are we going to do for season two? Let's, let's do something a little different. So hopefully, you know, some changes will come. I haven't really started thinking about it yet. I'm going to start doing that. So uh, I'm going to take that little two-week break. And then July 7th, which doesn't land on a Wednesday, but I'm going to figure something out. On August 7th, that'll be the official launch of Season 2. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually excited about, like, I didn't really think about that until I saw it. And I don't even know how I came across that. I was looking at the episodes i think and i scrolled and i saw i don't know how what triggered it but for some something made me think of like when did i do this like when's the anniversary or whatever and i scrolled all the way to the bottom like holy shit august 7th was my first episode that's crazy so that it triggered all this stuff so july 21st is the end of season one um two week break come back on august 7th for season two hopefully with some change i'll see what i can come up with but i'm super excited about that i I don't know i call me crazy call me weird call me stupid whatever you guys call me already i'm excited 
Hope you guys are happy for me. If you're not, oh well, I'm happy for myself. Anyway, and then on top of that, I actually did quite a bit this week. As far as movies and stuff like that that we usually talk. I Maybe for season two, that's going to be one of the changes. I need to do something more than just movies. I need to do more music, geek out on other stuff. Because I love doing movies, don't get me wrong. But it's supposed to be kind of a geek show. Even though it's the title is an homage to a movie. The point is to be more geek stuff. But anyway, um, did quite a bit of movie watching and we're going to get into it because this might be a lengthy episode. So let me try to get this over here on this side without clanging on anything. Uh, we're, of course, going to start with the huge and the huge being. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, The Instagram stuff. So, let me go to my Instagram stuff, and then we'll get rid of the stuff that we talked about last week, which is Super Pets, John Wick 4, and Bill Sarsgaard, Christine, The Blue Beetle, Aquaman, Fire Cry, She-Hulk. Get rid of it. And I think that was it. Okay, so to start off with, real quick, just so you, know, you might not have heard this one before, but the reason you haven't heard from this Instagram user before is because I actually follow the hashtag movie news. So occasionally I'll get just random accounts, and this one happens to be in Spanish. So, Segul uh, El Insider Daniel Richman, el popular director Zack Snyder, tiene mucho interés en dirigir un futuro proyecto. Okay, so basically what they're saying is that uh, the insider Daniel Richman, who, which I don't know who that is, but according to this, the rumor is that Zack Snyder is interested in directing a future Lord of the Rings project. What exactly that means, I am not entirely sure. Oh, there's more. Al momento se desconoce. Futuro episodio de la serie. Oh, okay. Okay, well, there you go. It, it could be something as simple as he might just do um, an episode of the upcoming Amazon Prime Lord of the Rings. So, I don't know. If it's just an episode, I don't know if I'm really excited about that. Um... But who knows, maybe if he does one and he does really well, maybe they'll have him do more. Maybe that'll branch off into another movie. People got to keep in mind, the Lord of the Rings is way more than just the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit. It There's the the TV show that they're talking about. We've mentioned this before on the show. Um, it's supposed to be the age before um, Lord of the Rings. It's supposed to, It takes place in the Lord of the Rings mythos or whatever um but it's supposed to be the age um when men and elves have just barely gotten rid of sauron or are still fighting sauron something along along those lines so i mean there's a lot of lord of the rings still left to tell i was even telling lucinda like i understand we have lord of the rings the movies even the director's cuts which are longer but honestly, I wouldn't be too bummed out if they decided to do a show on that same story, but go way deeper and try to be like way more um, book accurate. 
but I don't know that that'll be interesting. If it's just one episode, then it is what it is. If it's a movie, I think it'd be better. I don't know. I think Zack Snyder's getting a little too much hype right now. I hope it doesn't go to his head or I hope it doesn't lead to something forced. But eh, that might be interesting. Uh, moving on real quick. Updates.in.cinema has this one I got excited for. I have a slight man crush for Hiroyuki Sanada. I'm probably butchering that fucking name. And I apologize. Um, he's the guy that played Scorpion in this last Mortal Kombat iteration. He's the, um, if I'm not mistaken, he's the boss that, um, the Ronin is chasing and kills in the beginning of Endgame. Um, Hawkeye, when he's doing Ronin. Um, ah, he's been in other stuff that I'm all, oh my god. I don't know. He's kind of the go-to guy right now for any kind of Japanese, major Japanese role. Um, I can't think of where he came out. No, I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to have to look it up because this one is bugging me. I'll try to keep talking in the meantime just so that it doesn't. Hiroyuki Sanada. He was in the Wolverine. Sunshine. Oh, come on. Help me, help me out here. Uh, Avengers, of course. Like I said, he's apparently in the Minions. Uh, he's in 47 Ronin. No, that's not what I was thinking of the Wolverine. Like I said, oh, I think I might remember him from Lost. I, I, I watched that show. I love that show. Um, he was apparently in Rush Hour 3. Um, ah, I'm remembering him from The Last Samurai. That's probably where I got my man crush from. I love The Last Samurai. That's a great fucking, I need to rewatch that actually. That's a great fucking movie. Um, so anyway, he is rumored to be in John Wick 4. It says has joined the cast, so this doesn't appear to be a rumor anymore. Um, so I'm excited for that. I don't know, John Wick 4 is shaping up to be a big fucking movie. Okay, moving on. Um, the real underscore GGN has that Anthony Mackie comes under fire after dismissing very directly the Sam Bucky romance rumors. Um, I haven't listened to the audio. There's apparently audio where they're taking what he what exactly he said. Uh, this is a quote that's on the posts uh people take issue with the quotes so many things are twisted and convoluted there's so many things that people latch onto with their own devices to make themselves relevant and rational shush uh it used to be guys can be friends we can hang out and it was cool you can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves um I don't understand what the fucking backlash to my understanding. And I know I try to keep it apolitical and I hope this isn't getting too political. Um, but to my understanding, the backlash and this, this is why I'm commenting on, because I think this is really fucking stupid. First of all, the cancel culture, I think is stupid in general, but this one, especially to me is really stupid because the backlash is that people were saying, oh, Bucky and Sam are gay. They're having a gay relationship. And he just came out and said, no, they're not. They're just really good friends, which is there should be nothing wrong with that. They don't have to be gay. They're just really good friends. And people are upset that he's 
saying no they're not like he's stating a fact like disney and marvel have no fucking issue with making characters gay if they decide to make them gay that the disney and so it wouldn't be a, a fucking secret like disney and marvel would have just flat out said you know what guys in the show we're gonna turn we're gonna make it turn out that they're gay and they're having a relationship and so he would have known that these characters are in fact so if he's saying no they're not it's because the writers did not actually make them gay so he knows for a fact that they're not he's just stating a fact like sorry guys no they're not and he's getting backlash for that like oh we're saying that they're gay so therefore they're gay it's like dude you don't get to decide like the writers decide if they're gay or not and they didn't make them gay so they're not gay like who gives a shit if they are they are they aren't they aren't but in case they're not so i I don't know i just find it really really stupid for people to say yes they are when they're not and then the person that's playing the character says sorry but no they're not and then they get upset like oh yes they are we need to cancel you get the fuck out of here like that's just it's getting crazy. It's getting really fun. And I mean, he literally says you can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves. Bro, he's literally saying something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality. And they still have they're still taking issue with this shit. Like it's getting fucking crazy. And believe me, I'm I'm all for if somebody does or says something that is truly detrimental to the community and just wrong, fuck yeah, call them out. And at the very least, at the like the first time, be like, bro, not cool. You do that shit again and we will fucking cancel your ass. And then if they double down or if they fuck up later on, like they do it again. You know what, bro? You had your chance. Fuck that. You're out. I could get I could get behind that because, yes, we still we still need to deal with a lot of this shit, unfortunately. But bro, he's not. No, 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 no. You, you, you're, you're attacking the wrong fucking people. And the big issue with that is that you're taking people, and it's actually happened to me. You're taking people that are actually on your side, but because they don't completely agree with every little thing you say, oh, you're on the other side. Whoa, whoa, no, I'm fucking not. I'm just saying, no, you know, if you say that, then you're on the. You know what? Fuck you then. I'm not still not agreeing with these stupid motherfuckers on this side, but you know what? Fuck you if you're gonna put if you're gonna fucking pigeonhole me like that for some shit that you think I meant. I this is why I don't like getting political. I think it's bullshit. I it's fucking stupid. I, whatever. I, I think it's dumb, but it's it's unfortunately deep in the Marvel universe now that this is becoming a problem. I'm honestly just a little afraid. Bro, see, here I go, getting a little too political. This, to me, has a fortunate, the unfortunate potential to be a huge fucking issue because the people that are way too fucking out there with these social justice causes, bro, let's say they, they get him canceled for this shit. Can you imagine the backlash from the black community against the lgbtq plus community that like bro we finally get ourselves a black captain america and y'all fucked it up 
with your cancel bullshit over some shit that he didn't even fucking mean that he technically didn't even say it just it's gonna get so stupid i hope this i hope he manages to uh, apologize i don't know i don't even know if i want him to apologize but if disney and marvel and he this and anthony mackie don't fix this shit soon it's gonna get ugly i don't want him canceled i don't want him replaced yes they could get another black person to play captain america but come on man we we don't need this shit it just disney and marvel are really really good about being inclusive like i've even commented here and there maybe a little too good but fuck i mean it's still better than any other fucking company out there i don't know man I see this just going sideways, and I hate to see that for him because he seems like a decent dude, and for Marvel and for Disney, I don't know. I just took a big drink of my beer because... <laughs> okay, well, I guess this is going to be the controversial episode because we're going to go to underscore the mighty miles underscore with another fucking comic controversy. Uh, apparently, he shared... a. Uh, tweet i believe from Zack snyder uh well hit the the mighty miles's post was bro no way Zack snyder did not give a fuck and the next slide is a snapshot of Zack snyder's i believe this is a twitter post um Zack snyder just uh captioned canon meaning that this is officially part of the fucking story now and it's the picture of if you haven't heard already batman going down on catwoman <laughs> and then the last slide is just i guess the comic still of that shot um <laughs> uh okay my initial reaction when i heard this for those of you that don't know apparently and um uh i believe it's the harley quinn animated series first of all when i saw this we were we put it on because we like to check stuff before we let my oldest watch she's nine she loves harley quinn um but there was something weird about this harley quinn um show so we checked it out and they're cussing up a fucking storm like unnecessary cussing like i get it deadpool is raunchy and i still haven't let her watch deadpool just because it's just raunchy for the sake of being raunchy but that's deadpool's character but like the harley quinn one she's never really really like that and they're just going way too extreme like she's shooting up and yeah motherfuckers take that and suck a dick and like that's just fucking vulgar for the sake of being vulgar like i don't mind vulgar but when you're doing it just to be vulgar like get the fuck out of here i'm vulgar but it just ugh. i thought it was stupid so anyway i believe that's the show that um introduced this um i may be wrong i usually am about a lot of shit but um so a lot of people started like chiming in and like oh my god i can't believe i'm not going necessarily with the prissy route of like oh my god i can't believe that you would do that oh no but bro how is that like <laughs> how is that necessary to 
we all know Bruce Wayne is a playboy. We all know that he's probably hooked up with Catwoman. He's probably hooked up with Talia, um, Ra's al Ghul's daughter. Um, Poison Ivy, I believe, turned out to be gay. So I don't think that was a thing. But there was somebody else that they've kind of implied. And there's some of them that you can flat out tell, like, oh, yeah, they hooked up. But bro, what? <laughs> like actually having a picture showing Batman in Batman costume. It's not even Bruce Wayne. It's Batman in fucking Batman uniform going down on Catwoman in uniform. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why that's necessary. Like, I understand making it adult-ish, but I don't, I don't. I I guess like that. Maybe I'm just getting old. Uh, It's it's a funny shot though. You should check it out if you haven't already seen it. It's it's pretty funny. Like Catwoman's top is like open. You don't see nipple, but you see her chest. Kind (laughs) of. It's funny as fuck. Anyway, moving on. Updates. Dot in. Dot cinema. What do you want? Are you that lonely? Are you that lonely? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes, I love you too. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, get down. Fucking mutt. You you have to take a shit, don't you? Sorry, guys. I'm going to take a quick break and let my dog out because I think she has to take a shit. (sighs) All right. So, sorry. Let's see if I could, since I'm, I was rudely interrupted, I'm going to see if I can't move some stuff around and ah, try to get more comfortable here, make this episode go a little smoother. Yeah, probably not. All right. And I can get loud, so. All right, so back to what I was saying, still laughing about this whole Batman going down a Catwoman thing. The bat ate the cat. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. So, that being said... Oh, hold on. Let me me pour myself another bear. Y'all didn't know I did voices, did you? All right. Cheers to anybody out there. Well, by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be... Wednesday. Look at that. Perfect head. Yeah, buddy. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry, guys, if that was loud. My apologies. Okay. So, like I said, I'm fat, out of shape, and in a lot of pain. Ooh, well, not a lot, but in some pain. Anywho. All right. So, moving on. The updates.in.cinema. Uh, Andy Muccieri teases the suit Sasha Cal's C-A-L-L-E Cal's girl Supergirl, sorry, will wear in the flash. Actually, I think I saved another one. Yes, I saved another one related to this. So we're going to skip to that one and then come back to the one in between. Anyway, so the flash uh, this is, that that was that one. This is the real underscore GGN. The Flash set movies reveal first look at Michael Keaton and Supergirl. So, uh, 
they have uh, once you slide over they have um i guess shots from the set and they do in fact have um i don't know who she is sasha cal kelly kelly's kelly um they have her in the suit by you know the wires that they use to show them flying or whatever the suit looks a little funky but it's just the set it's not i'm sure they're gonna do their thing and post uh so they show that and then they do show an older michael keaton in a suit so presumably it's the old bruce wayne uh so i don't know what that's about uh they're, they're apparently doing the flashpoint so that'll be interesting but he is on set i mean this could be have taken anywhere taken this photo could have been taken anywhere I don't know, but that's supposedly what it's showing. Um, kind of excited, but at the same time not, but kind of, but uh, that's pretty cool. Um, so, last but not least, movie.updates247. Or, I guess it should be 24-7, whatever. Uh, news. It doesn't say... Okay, here's the thing. I think I've said this before. It's a little tough to... One of the things that I say is that we can't take a lot of these online things too seriously because they're not official journalists so it's you have to take it with a grain of salt because they don't adhere to um the convention of being careful what you say before you know newspapers and stuff could be held liable for saying news over rumor I don't know if this is a rumor or actual news. I do believe there's a distinction. Um, on Even online accounts like this one should be held accountable for saying shit because it, it could mean a big difference to how a movie's released and when it's released. It, it just could have bigger effects and ultimately we're talking about movies so it shouldn't be that big of a deal but there's a standard for a reason but then again i'm old which means i'm old school so i don't know maybe i'm just talking out of my ass anyway it says it's news it might be rumor i don't know but a sequel to bob odenkirk's action thriller nobody is currently being written by Derek colstad but the film has not been greenlit yet there you go so Maybe that is news, but at least it's specifying that a hey, this it's in product it's being worked on, and that was one of the problems that I had with some another post from a, like a week or two ago. Um, just because something's in production does not mean that it's going to be made. Even if it's made, doesn't mean that it's going to be released. So, as of right now, supposedly Derek Colstad is writing um, the sequel for Nobody. Like you know, I said um, in my review, I'm not a big fan of Nobody. It was okay. It wasn't horrible, but eh. I guess we'll have to see that. Like I said before, they're, the sequel, they're going to have to up the ante. So it's going to be more violent. The things that work for this one, I believe, are the quippy jokes, um, the violence, and the ridiculousness of this guy practically being a superhero because he took a beating that no real person can take and live. Um, so they're going to up those things. So it's going to be more quippy and trying to be funny. And the violence is going to be like at least two or three times worse. So 
that's it for the Instagram stuff. Let's see if I can scroll through and see something super interesting real quick. Uh, nope. Let's cut it off right there because if I do say something else, I might get too much into it. Okay, so last but not least, we have... Um, I watched three movies and Loki. And that doesn't sound like a lot considering that it's been a week. But, hey, between having my kids at home, trying to study during the day for this thing that I'm doing, work from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., I get off work and I don't really watch movies then because I get off at 11 and I have to try to get to sleep as soon as I can because I got kids and they wake up stupid early. So, yo, this week was slow at work, so I managed to put it on while I was working. So I didn't watch watch um, a lot of them. Like the uh, okay, well, what I'm going to talk about, of course, I'm going to end with Loki because to me that's the bigger one. Um, I watched Greenland. I watched The Skeleton Key, rewatched because it's an older movie. That seems to be my thing lately to watch older movies and then do like super late reviews, um, or at least my review for the movie. I've seen it before. Um, and then True Crimes, which a lot of you probably haven't heard of. I hadn't heard about it until this week. So, um. True, the last true uh, try, time crimes, the skeleton key, I kind of watched and then I would work and listen to and then turn and watch. So they were they're a little more here and there. In Greenland, I actually made it a point. I had the time to sit there and watch when I had to work. I would pause work and then get back to it. Like I said, work was slow enough this week. So that worked out. So time crimes. Um, I was scrolling through TikTok, as a matter of fact. Yes, I am in my 40s and I go through TikTok. Deal with it. Uh, I was scrolling through TikTok and it's this guy that apparently he's got like a ridiculous DVD collection. And somebody was like, I bet you don't have time crimes. And he goes over there. And I guess he's got him in alphabetical order or some shit. And he picks it. I was like, oh, you mean this time crimes, bitch? He doesn't say that, but I just thought that's funny. Um so he's like, time crimes, as a matter of fact, not only do I have it, but this happens to be in my top five um, horror, like, thriller movies of all time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? You got me fucking interested now. What, what, what the hell is this shit? Never even heard of it. So I did a little more research, and it turns out that it is a foreign film. Time crimes is actually named Los Crono. Criminales or los cromocrines, crono crimens or criminal. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Los crono crimenes. Yeah. Um, it is um, Spanish, like from Spain. Um, so it caught my interest. The the original DVD, I guess it's um, Time Crimes and they dubbed it maybe. Uh, you could probably listen to it in English, which will be weird, but whatever. It's most definitely a B-movie. And like I've explained before, B-movies used to be movies that weren't quite good enough to be released in theaters. It usually like went straight to DVD. Nowadays, it'd be like straight to Netflix and shit, but even that's not a bad thing anymore. It's Before, it used to be um, a way of telling people... It's not the best. It doesn't have a big budget. It's not the best movie in the world. But it's a good movie for what it is. Uh, it was called 
a B movie. This is a total B movie. But it's interesting as fuck. If you get caught up too much in the um, theory behind it of time travel, you're gonna you you could probably nitpick the living shit out of this movie. I think the difference is movies like Endgame. Um, they have people that are sitting there and hashing out like how does what's the actual science behind it? Like how can we make it like pretty accurate to actual science and blah 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 this is not that this is some guy like me that just put together a fucking um oh shit what are they called the script not the script but the screenplay put the screenplay together and got somebody to back him and they just filmed it you know what i mean like this is not some fucking phd scientist that knows real science it trust the the logic behind some of the shit is not quite there they do pretty good but it's not quite there but the premise of the movie it really did have me interested like what the fuck is what wait what <gasps> what's he gonna do now it, Let's see if I can give you the gist of it without giving too much away. It's gonna, it's not gonna be easy to find. I tried looking up to see if it was on uh, any streaming platform, and it's not easy to come by. Let's just put it that way. Um, so, ah, oh, that's gonna lead me off into a tangent. Yeah, I'm gonna go for it because, like I said, I'm excited about this episode. So, you're gonna have to listen to this in chunks because I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on forever on this one. Anyway, um, so this guy is having his little, you know, routine life. Um, he's at home, chilling in his yard. For some reason, he's got binoculars. Like, that's one of the things that does, doesn't make sense. He's in his house, and he's just obsessed with binoculars for some fucking reason. He's looking out into the woods for no apparent fucking reason. But he sees something that's a little weird. And so what catches his interest is that he sees something that looks weird. He's like, what the hell is that? So he keeps looking every, you know, few minutes or whatever. And then finally he sees that all the movement and stuff that he was seeing in the woods. um, There's a female that takes off her top. And all of a sudden he's seen this female naked. And so he's like, what the fuck? So his wife takes off to go run an errand or whatever, and this guy, being the fucking curious perv that he is, decides to go to the woods, which is not that far away from his house, and see what the hell it was about. That ends up just having this domino effect of, like, he finds a girl, thinks she's dead. So this happens. Some guy in bandages on his head stabs him in the arm, and he's like, what the fuck? He's trying to run away from this guy. He finds this lab that happened to be there close to his house. It just turns into... He jumps into the a thing to hide from that guy that's that just stabbed him. And he ends up traveling through time. And so now he has to do certain things, certain ways to fix the time thing. It just gets fucking weird. And it's interesting enough, like I said, to where I was just like, what the fuck is he going to do now? So I end up watching the whole thing. Uh, it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, that's 
kind of dumb. Like, now what the fuck? I guess he's just going to fucking accept his fate. And, and then it has this kind of little twist at the end. And you're like, what the fuck? And it had it reminded me of Fight Club, where at the end, he grabs Marla's hand when the buildings are starting to explode and crumble and shit. And he tells her, you met me at a very weird time in my life. That's kind of the ending that it has a little bit where he's just there with the wife. Just like you will. He doesn't say it, but he, I, in my head, he was thinking like, honey, I've had the weirdest fucking day ever. Um, it, it's if you're into the not big budget movies that it's more of a brain thing, like it, you'll probably like it. It's it's interesting. I, I liked it. It's like I said, it's low budget. The acting is not fantastic. It's not bad, but it's not fantastic. It could have been written better. I would actually really love for them to remake this movie, but don't fuck it up by over-exaggerating it. It's pretty good. If you can, if you have a way of getting it, Time Crimes. Pretty good fucking movie. Um, And my rating system, I'm going to give it probably like a three point... I don't want to say, yeah, I'll, I think I'll give it a 3.5 because it's better than just okay. It's not bad. Um, it's just low budget. And there's a difference because there's movies that are low budget that are fucking great movies. Um, yeah, so 3.5. It was it was a pretty good movie. I'd, I'd probably sit there and watch it with Cinda and put on the subtitles because she doesn't read spanish or she doesn't speak spanish so she kind of speaks spanish but she won't be able to watch the movie in spanish i'll have to have the subtitles on for her but it's it's pretty good i gotta i gotta say it is pretty good um for what it is um anyway anyway moving on the skeleton key i rewatched this movie and i figured well, i might as well talk about it since i watched it I'd been wanting to rewatch this movie for a while because i remember watching it when it first came out i thought it was really good I got to say, it hasn't aged well. And unfortunately, that's the fault of all the fucking horror movies that have come out lately. Because at the time, this was supposed to be considered a scary movie. And one of the reasons I liked it is because I'm going to try not to spoiler all of it. Just enough to for if you haven't seen it. Because like I've said, I know some of you are younger. Um, maybe you'll go back and watch it. So I'll try not to ruin the whole... Th- I'm kind of going to ruin the whole thing, but I don't... Anyway. Current horror movies are just so over the top with the jump scares and all that shit that this isn't going to scare you at all. Like, it has... For what... Back at the, when it came out, they were scary moments. They It had the tension and you were just like, oh, what the hell is going to... But nothing ever really happens because it's not technically... A ghost movie. They're they're trying to plant that seed. They're trying to make you think that it's a ghost movie, and it turns out it's not. Um, it's uh, it turns out that it's a voodoo thing. Um, or hoodoo, whatever. Um, that that's pretty much all I'll say. I really liked the overall story. Um, now. I liked it way more then than I do now. Back in the day, I think I would have given it a solid four because it was just scary enough. Like I said, for at the time, it had the tension and like, oh, shit, is it going to be a ghost? What is she going to see? And then you're like, ah, she didn't see a ghost. Oh, shit. That's why she didn't see a ghost because it's actually this. 
So at the time, I think I would have given it a four, maybe in a 4.25, four and a quarter. Um, but now uh, it hasn't aged well. It, I don't want to say it drags, but it just, it could have been, it could have been paced better. Um, the acting is pretty decent. I think it could have been written a little bit better. The cinematography isn't anything super fantastic. I think they could have del- del- delved, dove, doved, dived, delved, whatever, past tense of dive, more into, and that's one of the reasons I like it, though, is that it's it's based in Louisiana, um, right outside New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and I, I, I like that culture, so I think they could have gotten more into that. In my opinion, um, uh, if they remake it now, they're probably going to go way deep into actual having like jump scares and shit like that. But now, after having seen other movies that are better with the scares, better with the twists, plot twists, better with the that kind of thing overall, I'd say it's still like a 3.75 three and three quarters it's still a really good movie in my opinion it doesn't it hasn't aged too well but i really still enjoyed it maybe more of a nostalgia thing um but yeah it's it's still a pretty good movie if uh, you haven't seen it go go check it out if you have seen it go back and rewatch it especially if it's been a while so you could see what i'm talking about like back in the day that was considered pretty scary nowadays it's like that wasn't shit uh, moving on, I'm trying to make this quick because we're going pushing on an hour now. Um, Greenland. Holy shit. I'm going to say it flat out right now. And okay, I'm going to, I'm going to pre-predict my rating and then see if it holds up at the end. See if I change my mind. Just right now, before I start talking about it, I'm going to say for me, probably a f- four and a quarter 4.25 this movie was good um greenland is gerard butler and morena bakarin bakarin i don't know how to pronounce her last name um it it it's a disaster movie basically um they're tracking a comet an asteroid that they thought was going to be close to Earth, and it turns out that it flat out is headed towards Earth. And this guy at the beginning, you don't really know. I I put it together why, but and a lot of you probably will as well. Um, they show that he's an engineer. He's like the 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 chief engineer at a construction site, and um. When the news starts hitting that this thing is going to hit. Sorry, that was bad wording on my part. Um, he gets a text that he's been selected like in a lottery type thing to go f- seek shelter. At first, he, he's just like, what the fuck is this talking about? Like, this is fucking weird. And then as they're seeing that this thing is actually hitting Earth, he packs up his family and heads out. Him and the wife are... It looks like they're either separated or getting separated. So there's that whole dynamic. Um, they have a son. And so it's just, dude, in the first, 
here's the thing. Let me let me preface 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 preface. I can't fucking talk today. Fuck. Preface preface p r e f a c e. Let me say this before I continue. Jesus fucking Christ. Um. I think the reason that it hit me the way that it did is because I am a family man now. I am a parent. And so the whole thing about him trying to do what's best for his family, especially when it comes to a kid, it gets me because I, I'm not a survivalist by any stretch of the imagination, but like when the fucking pandemic thing hit, bro, I was thinking about, I need to go get toilet paper. I need to go get water. We need to get some canned food because if we are really going to do this two week lockdown thing. I want to make sure that we have stuff that we need so we don't have to go out because at the beginning that shit was looking scary. Don't don't fucking lie. But um like I said I'm not over the top but I I have kind of that menta- that protector I guess mentality a little bit. So anyway, bro, within the first 20 minutes, oh my god, I was tears down my face. Not so- not like vocally crying but tears were running down my face and i even paused it to go uh cinda had ordered chinese and i was working so i went to get a plate and i was telling her like oh my god like i'm tearing up like this fucking movie man fuck it is intense like i said it's probably because i'm a family man but without ruining anything like i said they get picked so they pack up their shit and they start driving off the they had friends over for like a little barbecue or whatever when the when they were watching the news and they hear his phone going off and he, it even shows on his TV that he's been selected. Like they hacked into his fucking TV and shit. And um, so the friends see it and they're like, why aren't we getting this fucking phone call? What the fuck? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So they kind of piece together like, well, he's fucking getting that shit and we're not. Like, what the fuck? So they take off and it's their neighbors. So as they pack up and they drive off. Oh, my God. I'm going to get choked up just talking about this shit. One of the neighbors comes running out in front of the car and like, you know, please, please. And the guy and the message it said, you know, do not bring anybody with you. They will not get on the plane. It's just you, your wife and your kid. So he's telling like through the fucking windshield, he's telling her, I can't take anybody. And the, the lady's just crying, just like, take my daughter. At least just take my... And I'm like, oh, my God, bro. Like, oh, to be in that situation of we're not going to survive this. Take my kid so that at least my kid survives. Oh, it got me. Uh, right in the fucking feels, bro. And I get I get him because even the wife's like, open the door. Just let it. He's like, they're not going to... We can't. We can't take her. And I've, I saw both sides, bro. Because like I said, I got kids. If I was in that situation of the lady... I'd probably be the same way, like, bro, take my kids, man. But being in his shoes, I get it because, and he even tells the wife, like, I was thinking it, I'm yelling at the fucking screen like an idiot. And when they drive off, he tells the wife, he's like, I can't, I couldn't take her. If we get to the airport, it flat out says, do not bring anybody. What happens then? They pull her off to the side, let us go on the plane. And she just stays there without her parents, without anybody. No, we can't do that. So I'm like, I, I fucking agree. That's what I thought when when the, I see this scene playing out. I'm like, dude, he can't take the kid, man. They don't let the kid on the plane. And then what happens to the kid? 
Oh my god, it got me, dude. Um, so it's this thing about getting to that place, and then something happens that they can't get on the plane. They get separated. He's trying to get back to his family. Oh, my God, dude. I Just like I said, as a family man, this fucking movie, the whole time I'm like, oh, my God. Um, Good fucking movie, man. It just, it, it, my anxiety was already on high because just the thought of shit like that happening. I think it was heightened a little bit because of the pandemic shit. And then, like I said, the, that was already making me anxious and then the fucking family thing just kind of like multiplied it by 10 bro you might watch this and be like this fucking movie's stupid it got me bro i'm not gonna fucking lie it might be those things that amplified it but for me this fucking movie was fucking phenomenal apparently they're gonna try to do a sequel and when you see it you're like well this fucking thing is hitting earth how the fuck is there a sequel trust me there can be a fucking sequel um so, yeah, long story short, I think after saying all this, yeah, I'm going to stick with my 4.25, man. This this fucking movie hit home for me. Like, I, I'll i admit it. Like, that's, for me, I think that's the biggest thing. So, like I said, you might, you might think differently once you see it, if you haven't seen it already. If you have seen it, bro, if you've seen it, let me know. Hit me up. I want to start interacting with you guys. So, anyway, yeah, that, that was... Ooh, buddy, 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 buddy. That one fucking got me. Hold on, guys. I'm going to take a quick break to take a drink and then watch, look at some pictures that the wifey sent me of my kid and my niece playing together. They're around the same age. It is the cutest fucking thing. She lives on a, she lives in Odessa, and I wish to God that her mom would move back to El Paso because I, lo- I would love for these two to grow up together they they have so much fun together i love it they're so cute together oh they're dazed and fighting asleep oh oh my heart's melting i'm a big softy guys if you haven't known this already like i am a big softy um oh my god i can't tell you guys how much i love beer so, anywho, um, that was Greenland. So, I can finally put my phone down. I'm going to say some this real quick while I, since I saw it. And it's still about Loki. And then we'll get into the episode. The last one, because we did see the first one. So, the first thing that I wanted to point out, and I was hoping, I actually saw Ambrose today. He was at the shop. He showed up at the same time I did. And we were talking about, I was teasing him. I'm like, bro, what's up with not being on the fucking show? Do you like, not like me anymore? Shit, but the man's got a life. He's got more of a life than I do, I guess. And he's got shit to do. So I told him, I get it. I'm just teasing. I'm busting your balls, bruh. Um, but yeah, we were talking about maybe doing one today. And he was like, oh, I got a barbecue. <laughs> it was funny as hell. And if, Ambrose, if you're listening, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking call you out because that shit was funny. He's like, oh, I got this barbecue at three and yeah, so this and that. And I'm like, bro, you're not going to fucking be able to record today. He's like, yeah, bro, what time are you going to record? I'm like, maybe like eight or nine. He's like, yeah, send me a message like an hour before. I'm like, bruh, I'll, I'll totally send you the message. Absolutely. fucking Luli. If there's a shot, hey, let's go for it. Let's try to. But I'm, but I'm like, bro, I'm telling you right now, don't feel pressured or anything. Don't feel like, you know, any kind of pressure because. Dude, there's no way. And he's like, oh, no, we're, it won't go that long. I got to work tomorrow. I'm like, bitch, please. Like, you won't fucking go to work all fucking hungover and shit. 
whatever. Um, so I did message him like an hour before I started recording. And sure enough, he sent me a gif of like a crying face. Like, oh, I'm not going to make it. Like, I told you. I told you. Um, so anyway, he and I were talking. Loki came up. We didn't talk too much because we were trying to save it for the episode in case he got on, but he didn't. So anyway, I was going to mention it to him, but didn't pan out. So I'll mention it to you guys and maybe he'll hear it. Did anybody else catch? And I'm going to say them. So even if you didn't, you'll know what they are. But I'm wondering if anybody else caught the movie references in Loki, the show. And here's the thing. They're not Marvel movies that they did and i'm i'm curious to see i'm gonna look it up maybe maybe about three or four episodes in if i can oh hold out and wait until the end of the season so that i can look it up and see all of them because i'm curious if it's just me but i'm pretty sure i'm right in episode one there is a reference to the movie scream from i believe the 90s um What's the guy's name? I think it's Casey. The um, the the guy that has all the infinity stones in his drawer and shit. And because he asked him, what's your name? And he's like, Casey. Casey, if you don't run around, I'm going to gut you like a fish. That is the line from Scream when they're calling the girl Casey, whatever her name is. It's the Drew Barrymore that the movie starts that way and that's what he literally says if you open that door if you turn that light on if you whatever i'm gonna gut you like a fish and her name is casey i when i heard it i'm like whoa 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 i paused it and i looked it up because it's been a long time since i've seen scream and sure enough that was her name casey i can't remember the last name and i'm like oh scream reference i wonder how many people got that shit interesting okay okay so i thought that was it right no episode two that he's for those of you that haven't seen it stop it's not that it's not really a spoiler because it doesn't have a lot to do with the 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 story or the plot or whatever but they're and they're in a archive library type thing in the tva and while loki is walking around doing his research or whatever there's music playing in the background did anybody catch that reference that is the same exact music that is playing when Morgan Freeman is in the library researching in the movie Seven. Eh? Eh? I bet some of you didn't catch that shit. I caught that shit because I'm a movie guy. I'm not the movie guy, but I'm a movie guy. Anyway, that sounded a lot funnier in my head. Um. So, yeah. So now I'm super interested, like, okay, now I'm going to watch episode three and see what movie references in there and see if they do it through the whole season and then see what the hell that's about. I'm going to try to wait till the end, like I said, so that I can research it, see what it's all about, and then go back and be like, oh, that's what it was. Ah, shit, for all I know, there's more than one. But so far, I caught Scream from the first one and Seven from episode two. That being said. Episode two completely stepped it the fuck up from episode one. Holy shit. If here's here's the thing. I'm kind of surprised, but I'm kind of not. I'm surprised that they went that fucking hard on episode two. Cause I'm like, bro, this is only episode two, and y'all already gave us because WandaVision, they 
they were building and building and building and then when it got to like the fourth episode fifth episode you're like oh that's what's going on because the first like two or three episodes unless you're like super super into it i don't think anybody really had any idea where they were headed so it's like what the fuck is going on this one you pretty much know what the fuck is going on at least we think we do for now and bro for being two episodes in i'm like bro y'all went balls to the wall for this is only second episode you might blow your fucking wad but to my understanding this is only going to be six episodes so, considering how much story they may need to tell, they might not be blowing their wad. This still might be like, this is only the beginning. Because, bro, this shit got fucking deep. Not deep, but this shit got intense quick. Like, by the end of the second episode, you're like, whoa. Shit's going to hit the fan. What the fuck is going This episode is good, man. Um... Between what Loki tries to pull at the beginning, when, um, what's his name, Mobius, kind of reels him in, like, motherfucker, you better play your, mind your P's and Q's, bro. Um, I actually like Owen Wilson in this, as this character. I usually don't like Owen Wilson all that much, but as this character, I think he does really well. Um, ah, Tom Hiddleston, he's still doing. He, they're making Loki a little bit too much of a joke, in my opinion, but it's working. Um, I won't give that part away. I'll at least say this. They finally show the Loki variant that they're supposedly after. And interesting. Interesting. Um, dude, seems more badass than the Loki that we have. I'll say that. Um but yeah, this shit is getting good. Like two episodes in and I'm like, oh shit, I can't wait for next week. Uh, what else was in there that's coming to where they... I can't think of anything else. Yeah, this shit is good. I, I don't know if the rating applies to... I mean, I guess I could do ratings for each episode and then they'll show overall but i don't think that works in my opinion I, i'm just gonna say episode two was better than episode one was good episode two is actually better do i hope that they keep that going kind of i mean it would can you imagine if each episode is better than the last one holy shit but if you do if you do um traditional storytelling um, that's usually not the case because you have, you know, there, there's a template and I forget what exactly it is, but it's like the introduction where you're introducing the characters and stuff like that. And then you introduce the problem and then it hits the climax, which is everything comes to a head and then the resolution and then the conclusion. And usually that means it drops off. And you saw that exactly in Endgame. Like, if you even look at all of them put together, just the overall story, just Endgame by itself, like, it, it's the introduction, it builds, it reaches the climax with the final battle, and then the last, like, 10, 15 minutes is the conclusion. Lord of the Rings is the same thing. They threw the ring in the, the fucking volcano, and then the last, in the case of the Lord of the Rings, is like the last fucking hour, but the end, you know, it, it kind of comes down, and you're just seeing the conclusion, so if you go by that typical storytelling, um, 
episode four is going to be like the main, the, the really good one, maybe even five. And six is going to be just like the conclusion if they follow that. Um, even WandaVision kind of had that. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, not really. I think they pushed that climax thing like close to the end of the last episode. But you still get a conclusion. You still had one. Um, WandaVision still had a conclusion like the last maybe five, ten minutes of the whole thing. So they're going to do that. They're probably going to do that. That's the way pretty much every story you can think of in movies or whatever is told. Um, except maybe Infinity War. But then again, Infinity War technically is part one of a two-part movie. That reminds me, I remember when I went to see Infinity War, I, ha- I already knew that technically it was Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. That's the way that they were filming them. That's the way that they were uh, pushing or promoting them. So, And when I went to watch Infinity War, that it ends with everybody being snapped. Well, not everybody, but half the people being snapped and shit. And Thanos just rides off into the sunset that everybody's like... What? The credits start rolling and I remember sitting in the theater and people being like, what? 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 That, that's it? And I'm like, bro, did you not know this isn't the end of the movie? Technically, this is the halfway point of the movie because technically it's Infinity War 1 and Infinity War 2. But I, I just thought it was funny as hell. Like I was looking around like, oh, my God, these people really think that this is like the end. What the hell? Do you guys not know that this is a two parter? Um. So anyway, uh, they, I, pff, dude, if the, if it gets better and better and better, holy shit, we're in for a fucking ride because episode two is good and the way that they end it, oh shit, this is going to be good. This is going to be fun to watch. Um, so anyway, all right, so this week, for the most part, I am home alone. Like I said, Cinda and the girls are out of town. I've got the house to myself. I want to say at least till Wednesday, Thursday, maybe even Friday. I'm thinking maybe even Friday or Saturday. Anyway, I've got the whole week, so I have stuff to do during the day. But let's keep it real. I'm not going to be doing that the whole time before I work. So I have time to watch movies. I'm going to tell Cinda, hey, I'm sorry, but I've given you a chance. I should have watched Those That Wish Is Dead or Wish Me Dead. By now, I can't wait for you. I'll rewatch it with you later. But I'll... I can't promise because I've said it a few times before, but I'm going to try my absolute best to do that one finally. Um, Of course, Loki. That one again, I'm going to tell her, hey, sorry, I'm going to have to watch that one without you. And I think that's it for now. I can't think of anything else. Uh, Guys, we're getting close to Black Widow. We're getting close to Black Widow. Mm, 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 mm. That's been a fucking year. Uh, there's a part of me that wants to be so contrarian and be like, no, I'm not going to fucking watch it in the theaters because, bleh. but then it's not coming out on fucking Disney plus till like September, October. I think it's October. So I'm like, oh, fuck. And I, I'm anxious to go back to the theaters, man. I haven't been in theaters forever and I miss going to the theaters. Have I been, I haven't been to the theater since I started doing this podcast. I don't think I've done one of the more, bro, the first time I swear to God, I'm going to dedicate the entire show. I'm not even going to do Instagram stuff. I'm going to just start Black Widow and finish Black Widow because it's going to be, I'm going to tell you about how excited I was driving to the theater, how excited I was to order popcorn, even though I can't really have popcorn because it fucks up my stomach. And I'm going to be like, I don't give a fuck. And 
oh my god, dude, I'm gonna be so fucking excited to be back at the theater again. Oh, um, so yeah, let's look forward. <gasps> Wait, it comes out July 9th. Oh, okay, we're good because I said the last episode for this season would be July twenty first. <gasps> should I make should I make it a point to wait? No, well, I'm not gonna wait to see it till July. What is it? Nineteenth? No. Seventeen, eighteen, just to make it the last episode. I'll watch it and then rewatch it. Oh, should I wait? I'll put up. You know what? I'm gonna put up a. I'm gonna put up a a, a poll on Instagram. Should I watch and review the movie as soon as it comes out on the very first podcast that I can, or should I make that? I'm. I think I'm leaning towards making that the last episode of season one. I think that would be a great way to end season one. But I'll put it as a poll, and you guys can go on there. I did a poll previously, asking if I should keep putting up the trailers, and I got some responses. So I'm gonna try that again. You're being told as of right now. I am going to put up a poll about that, and you guys can go to Instagram if you are not following me already. What the hell? First off, second of all. Go follow me. Moat 9. Oof. I can't remember if it's Moat number 9 or Moat N-I-N-E. Because unfortunately I couldn't get Moat the number 9 at for all my handles. So I think that one is Moat N-I-N-E. Let me double check for you real quick. Because um, this is going to sound really stupid. but I No, it's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E on Instagram. Um, So... Which you would know if you listen to the outro. <laughs> it's on my link tree, like I say in the outro. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what what ends up being the case. Um, but that is it. Sorry, guys, if this dragged on longer than you're used to. I know listening to me by myself is probably a bit of a torture at this point. But thank you. And for those of you that don't like it, too bad. Um, thank you for sticking around to the end anyway. So long enough for me to apologize. Anywho, guys. Have an awesome week. I know I will. Um, and I say awesome because I'm going to try to find ways to distract myself because I miss my kids and my wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> They've only been gone a few hours, but I miss them already. Um, but I am enjoying this downtime, I'll, I'll admit. Uh, so, anyways, hope you guys have a good week. I'm going to have a good week. If I don't, I'm going to fucking make myself because fuck you. Um, as always, guys, be good to each other, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, yeah, you can reach me at moat9, that's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, also go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, spotify google podcast apple podcast overcast breaker etc whatever um i would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and as always thank you for listening please be good to each other love you guys hey.